0: Good morning. This is Dr. Barbara Jennison, and I'm with Wind of the Spirit Ministries. And if you would like to write us small letters, please, at yahoo.com. And many of you that are our listeners, we really, I just want to say we really, really appreciate you. And if you do have a testimony, we would so certainly love to hear from you. You know, we pray for you every day, and we ask God to take care of you We ask God to take care of your families. We ask God to keep you from all manner of uh, evil, all manner of the plague that's going across the world, this virus. And we know that God can take care of you and will take care of you. And we just want to say that just hold on. Just stay the course. We, We want you just to stay the course and keep believing and don't look at the world situation, but look at God. I was thinking here, what do I want to say to you today? And I always uh, wait until the Holy Spirit quickens me as to what He wants me to share with you. I want to share a little with you of, about this ministry, Wind of the Spirit, and how it came about, so you'll understand who we really are in God. Now, Wind of the Spirit is a ministry that is out of America, it's a nonprofit, we're fully recognized by the federal government and we're nonprofit and our status is active in Kansas. So we're an international ministry, but we, our articles are all uh, in Kansas. And one of the things when God spoke to me many years ago, after I had graduated from seminary in Phoenix, Arizona, was this, and I'm, I'm sharing this with you to let you know who we are. There was a lot of ministries that had decided to go out on their own and Their ministries were named after themselves. And when God called me into the ministry, it's like I'm talking to you and he came to me. And he came to me in in front of me. And he said, daughter, I'm calling you. And then when he opened his arms out to me, I dropped to my knees and I looked up and I saw the earth. And I saw a cross and a microphone on top of the earth. And I said, yes, Lord. I'll go for you. Yes, Lord, I'm going to stop what I'm doing, and I will go for you. At that time I was a businesswoman in Phoenix, Arizona, and a very successful one at that in in that stage. And in the meantime, when God called me, when there's a big change in your life, the devils hate it because God knew that he was going to use me in the media. I only knew that I was to do what he instructed me to do and to follow his leading. And people would say, really, really important to be led by the Holy Spirit, because if you're led by the Holy Spirit, you never make a mistake. And many times I would seek God, and I had no answers, but I had that knowing inside of me that it was the right thing to do. And so anyway, I sold my business in Phoenix, And then I went to seminary and graduated from seminary two years later. And then I stayed and I was an assistant pastor at a church of about 300. And I started at the bottom, which I believe is always important because that way you learn everything about what's going on and you develop in your your gifts. And in that particular time when God had called me, I had several special gifts that he had given me but he had to develop them. And in that developing time, when I was in seminary, I was anxious for God to start allowing me to use my gifts. But I had to sit, and I had to learn, and I had to believe, and I had to trust, and I had to know more of God. And in that process of going to seminary for two years and sitting and learning and gleaning and trusting God, and working and studying, I developed a stronger, stronger gift. And in that gift, many times God would send somebody to Phoenix to where I was going to church. And these people would have always have a prophetic word for me. And I listened to the prophetic word. And the word was almost always the same from different people from all over the United States coming into Phoenix, praying over me. That's how God used me. And that way I started developing and developing and developing. And then God sent me to Kansas. And I was so glad that he did because that was my home. I want to share a little bit with you how this ministry came about. The name of the ministry is Wind of the Spirit Ministries Incorporated. That's our name. That's how we're registered. I want to say to you, when I got to Kansas, I wasn't sure what God wanted me to do, but I knew he wanted me to establish a headquarters in Kansas. I knew that because he already instructed me. And then I needed to have a job, needed to have money coming in, so I took a manager's job at my sister's Christian bookstore in El Dorado, where I was the manager there. But in that process of being the manager... I learned to see people, people started coming in, and I used that for a a haven where people could come, and if they were sick, I would pray for them, and God would instantly heal people. We've had incredible things happen, and then the pastors in the area got to know me, and they started asking me to come and hold a weekly healing meeting. So one church, I held a healing meeting on Wednesday nights, and then On Friday night, I went to another church, and I had a healing meeting there. So I was doing two healing meetings a week, plus running a Christian bookstore, plus ministering in the bookstore. So I was very busy, and then at that time, God started speaking to me for a ministry. I went on my face, and I said, God, I do not want... This ministry named after me. I will not do that. God, you have to give me what you want me to name it. I said, God, I'm going to fast. I'm going to pray. And I said to God, I remind you, God. I remind you, God, now that the word says, your word says in the mouth of two or three witnesses, it shall be established. And I expect, God, that you confirm when did the Spirit. He'd already given me the name by the mouth of two or three witnesses. Now, that was between me and God. So when you have a time with God and God tells you to keep your mouth shut after he speaks to you to let him confirm it, then you must do that. Because if you don't, you lose. But I've always, when God has spoke to me, I've always been in my heart, knew. And I just had to wait on his timing and keep praying and keep believing. And many of you are waiting on God to do things. And I'm saying keep praying, keep trusting, stop looking at the certain circumstances, situation, and look at God. Some of you, your husbands, need to touch God. You just keep on praying. You stop looking at the circumstances, and you touch God. And you keep touching God until God moves. So I kept touching God, and I was saying, oh, thank you, God. I bless you, God. I bless you, God. I bless you, God. I bless you, God. So in that process, one day my sister, Linda, comes down to me in the morning, and she says, Barbie, you'll never guess, I got a new song last night, because she's a songwriter. God speaks to her in the night hours. And he gives her beautiful, wonderful songs about Christmas, about Jesus, about families, brave songs. She is so talented. She's also a writer. She comes to me and she says, I have a new song. Would you like to hear it? I said, Yes, I would. And she starts playing, Oh, the Wind of the Spirit. So it was the first song of Wind of the Spirit, and it's copyrighted, and it's a beautiful song. I didn't say to her, Linda, thank you. That's confirmation number one. No, I didn't do that. I just kept my mouth shut. I lifted my hands, and I praised God more and more and more, and I just thanked him. I just knew, I just knew that I knew that I knew that I was in God's hand. People, when you're in God's hand, no devil on earth, no virus, no corrupt politician can hurt you if you really know you're in God's plan. And I love God with all my heart, and I still do. I have an even a deeper love for God. And, oh, God, I love you today. And I hope that when people hear this, they will just lift up their hands, and they will tell you how much they love you. So I kept ministering. I didn't say anything to anybody, and I just kept reminding God. I said, God, I've had one confirmation now. I'm waiting for the second. So about three weeks later, we were ministering in one of the churches in El Dorado uh, in our healing meeting, and we were in worship. And we were in high worship, and there was probably about 50 to 100 people there. And nobody was, I mean, everybody was worshiping the Lord because they had all come to worship the Lord, and some of them needed to be healed because it was a healing service. And I was sitting there. and, Of course, we were on radio, and I always recorded all of our meetings for radio because we were on like twenty some, twenty two stations. I mean, all over, all over America, and all several in the world. I mean, Radio Africa. We were on WWL out of New Orleans. We were on a radio station in K- in Arizona. We were on KDMI in Des Moines. So we were on a lot of radio stations, and I used those m- messages. In the process, after finishing meetings, that I would sit down and I would cut the cut the broadcast because we there was very um, huge commitments. Twenty two radio stations, once a week, fifteen minutes, and then lots of responses and people at uh, clamoring for us to come into the into their area to uh, to minister. But anyway, so we were uh, we were worshiping the Lord, and here comes this second song, but it was a different type of a song. But it was named wind of the wind of the spirit but it was a highly anointed prophetic beautiful song and if I hadn't been recording it I would have never gotten it but I recorded it and so there was my second confirmation so then I said oh yes god now I know so in the process then I knew what I had to do now the ministry was not registered the ministry was not incorporated And in that time of knowing what to do, it took five years, five years to get the ministry all situated and legal. I'm a firm believer that whatever you do, you do it above board and you don't cheat, you don't rip, you don't steal, you don't lie. You do exactly what the instructions are. And at that particular time when God had confirmed that our ministry was to be named Wind of the Spirit, we had problems with quite a few, about five or six ministries that fell. Big name televangelists that fell because they were corrupt in their taking money from the people. And because of them being corrupt and falling it affected all of the other ministries that were above board and here we are just a ministry that was just trying to get get established and now i had to go through all of that but i want to say something to you all of you even though i with the ministry we had to i had to go through all of that and it was very hard because the devils of hell were so against this ministry trying to get uh, approve, approval in the united states They were so, uh, the devils were so against Every time I said to God when there was a rejection, I said, God, there's a better way. You must speak to me. You must show me. And when we were almost there and the fourth year of getting, uh, we had to submit all kinds of forms and regulations and everything to meet uh, the state of Kansas's requirements that meet the federal government in the United States' requirements to get this ministry registered. And all of the time... They were very, very precise. And then they would wait some time before they would get back with an answer. And it, and it came one year. And then it came two years. And then it came three years. And then it came four years. And then on the fourth year, the incorporation, of the federal government says, I just, we're not sure who you really are. I need for you, to, and they said to me, uh, I need for you to write me a sermon so I know who you are in God. And I thought, boy, this is a great opportunity to share about Jesus. So I I fasted, and I prayed before I sat down, and I wrote out a 15-minute, 20-minute sermon. And I wrote about Jesus, and I wrote about how much he loved us. I wrote about how much he shared his life with us and how he he died for us, and I gave him even opportunities to receive Jesus. I prayed over it after I finished it. I prayed over it, and I sent it out. And it wasn't but two weeks later I got the approval. And I know that the anointing of God was on those papers. I know that the anointing of God is on this ministry. So that's why this ministry is named Wind of the Spirit. This is the first part of what I wanted to share with you about how God had had formed us. And so from then on, after the five years, we were all incorporated. We're still incorporated We're fully registered, licensed in the state of Kansas, and we are uh, listed and not at the president. We have a governor that's the head of of, of Kansas, and then we have a secretary of state. So our ministry is situated in the secretary of state's office in Topeka, Kansas, which is our capital. So anybody can call and ask about our ministry, and our ministry is always right there. We meet all of the requirements every day, every, every month, and every year. And so there are requirements to have a ministry like this. And I want to say to you, if you're going through things and you have seen nothing, I want to share with you that don't give up. Hold the line. Hold the line for your country. Hold the line for your business. Hold the line and trust God and ask Him to direct you in all things. Let me just say a word of prayer for you now. Father, I want to thank you for who you are. And God, there are people that are holding the line. I'm asking you, God, to remove the devils. Take away them right now in Jesus' name off of their business, off of their finances, and I'm asking you, God, to give them a fresh anointing. I'm asking you for everyone that is listening right now that, God, you would touch them. You would bring healing. You would bless them, God. You would keep them from this evil virus now by the blood of Jesus. I rebuke you, Satan. I rebuke you, devils. Take your hands off of God's property now in Jesus' name. This has been Dr. Barbara Jennison. Thank you for listening. Just know that God cares for you very much. And I want to say to you, hold the line.
1: Well, good morning. This is Dr. Barbara Jennison. And I'm with Wind of the Spirit Ministries. And if you would like to write us small letters, please, at of spirit at yahoo.com. I want to just say a, a short prayer here before I begin. God in heaven, as we come to you in the name and the blood of Jesus, Lord, we lift up the, our families. We lift up our countries. And Lord God, we really don't understand all the things that are happening. But we do know God. that you can sweep down with one mighty sweep of your hand. And you can change everything. We don't understand about Afghanistan, we don't understand about the whipped rocking, evil elections that happened in the United States. We don't understand about all of the corruption and the crime. But me, your so-called residents, God, of your, your residence, what I mean by your chosen people. God, I'm asking that God, they would get up and they would start. Working for you. They would start holding the line. Father, I ask according to your word in Isaiah that we can come and we can talk or we can rumble with you. And God, I want to rumble with you today. I mean, I'm I seriously. I want to rumble with you today on behalf of the world. In Jesus' name. I'm here praying and I was so disturbed. In my spirit, I couldn't sleep. I love God with all of my heart, and you would never catch me stealing from somebody. You would never catch me killing somebody, only, only, only in self defense. And that would be a matter of last choice. You would never see me kill animals. You would never see me take somebody in a helicopter and hang him from the helicopter like they're doing in Afghanistan. You would never see me take a bomb, strap it to myself and go blow up thousands of people. You'd never see me do that. But here, here we see and here we sit back and we talk about doing things, but the world gets worse and worse. You'll never see me say things that God hasn't equip me to say. You'll never see me spout out and off about things that are not so from God. You'll never you know, This won't happen with me. Because first of all, if I can't hear from God and I can't trust God, then I've got a huge problem. Now I'm part of this remnant that God has placed here on the earth. There's many that are listening that you say you're part of the remnant too. And I'm going to say back to you, you must contend with God now. There's a time and a season, and we are in a terrible season, and I hate to say that. And here's what I mean by a season, a terrible season. When you say that you love God with all your heart, and you sit back in your house, and you've got fear on you, and you refuse to do anything to challenge Now, like for example, your children are going to school and they have all kinds of communist teachers. They have all kinds of evil people on the school board. They have all kinds of rotten laws that they have instituted because of what's going on in the world. They're actually mandating that your children have the shot and you're sitting back there and letting them be indoctrinated about transgender and about homosexuality, about changing your genes, changing, changing your, uh, who you are. You're sitting back and you're not doing anything at all. And you're saying that you're a Christian. There are such things as, first of all, you're talking, and I'm talking now to America. 2021 is coming up, and there's going to be elections. And this is really disturbing me because I'm an American, too. This really disturbs me. Now, you say that you love God, but yet nothing, and I'm saying this to all of you that are listening, from my heart, how in the world can we go all this election in 2021 or 2022 and not correct what happened with Trump, not correct what happened with Biden? How in the world can we have a free election? We can't. There's no way in the sun that there's an election. That means all of our constitutional rights have gone because you said that and you have not done What you need to do And God will speak to you people As to what you need to do And first of all Standing up and sitting in your house Is not going to get it Standing up for God And saying oh yes I love God I cover myself and my families in the blood of Jesus Great But what are you doing For God How are you working for him I throw that out to you, because I'm very disturbed in my spirit man. If things can change with the remnant, we lose. We lose humanity, because humanity is not nice now. I'm telling you, humanity is not nice now. I throw this out at you, all of you. It took God seven days to create the world. Seven days. One day was a day of rest. One day, he swooped down and he created the stars, the skies, the atmosphere. He created the earth. One day. One day, he created that. Next day, he created a Everything that he was supposed to create, on and on it goes, until the seventh day, and he said, no, rest the seventh day. Do we do what God tells us to do? At least, let me say this, when we don't do what God tells us to do, then the enemy comes in and he destroys us, because we don't listen to God. Holding the line is very hard. This is part four of trying to hold the line. A long time ago, when we were ministering, when the Spirit Ministries was ministering in the United States of America, we were on 22 radio stations. Let me tell you what happened then. We were extremely busy by cutting radio, corresponding, my writing, but I trusted God because he opened all of the doors. And then, happened around four to five ministries, and I refuse to name you, any of you that were in and in America, you know what I'm talking about, these ministries that were televangelists, and they ripped the people, they took the people's money, and they bought stuff for their dogs, and anyway, it came to a long long story short, the federal government got them, and all of these ministries that were corrupt were removed, and one ministry they put in jail because of how. Corrupt he was with finances now because we were on 22 stations all of the people in the United, most of the people in the United States gave up on ministries they gave up on them, they said no they're all crooked we're not going to send any more money to help, help them with their broadcast, no we're not going to do that now talking about holding the line when the rubber meets the road, let me say to you, it was not nice for this ministry. There were five years of me holding the line. We had to go off of every radio station except one. And that was Katie and I in the morning. And I had one faithful One faithful little grandma that believed in Wind of the Spirit Ministries, that believed in Dr. Barbara Jennison, that she knew that Dr. Barbara Jennison was using her hard-earned money to take that money and pay for those radio costs. We were able to stay on for another year. And then, this little old lady got sick, and it wasn't long, and she was in glory. And then God said to Barbara, spoke to me, You must go off of the stations now. I wrote Kate and I, a resignation letter. and said, We're sorry. We must go off. And I want to say something to you. It was not easy to hold that line for five years. I had to work three different jobs in Kansas because there was no money coming into this ministry and I don't pick up the phone, I don't bother you for money I don't send letters out to say we desperately need money I trust God and if I can't trust God in the tough times how in the world is it going to bless me in the good times and if I can't show that I trust God that I'm in the wrong business and I'm serving the wrong God but I want to tell you, holding the line was not easy, but it taught me a lot it taught me this, to tell you that you people, get up, get going, get off your duff God wants to use you you must get involved You must stand up now, you must stop this evilness, you must stop it in your country, you must make haste, because the longer you delay, the worse it's going to be. God has chosen us to do battle for him. That means you must make sure that you have the right president in your nation. If not, get involved. If not, get involved. Get on your face. Get to talking to God. Understand who He is, what He wants in your life, what He wants to do through you, and get going. I'm talking to every one of you that's listening. Get going and get this line taken care of. Let us move this line instead of always retreating. I'm sick of of the way we retreat. I'm sick of people saying, Yes, I'm holding the line. No, you're not, because if you were holding the line, things would be different. Father God, I ask you now to mercifully touch your people. And God, I plead with you for our nation. But God, you can change it. You would rearrange it just like you did the six days. You just dropped your hand and you created everything. Drop your hand now, God. Please, God, drop your hand and stop this wickedness. Stop this evil vaccine. Stop this evil virus. Stop this evil killing. Stop these evil people that are blowing up everyone. Stop it, God. Stop the trafficking. Stop this evil in our schools. Stop it now, because. God we say to you, forgive us We're going to hold the line, And we're going to go forward And we're going to win the battle Just as they had the warning The British are coming The British are coming God is coming God is coming Start saying that God is coming God is coming God is coming And when God comes, things change for the better. I speak it over you now. Over your life. Over your family. Over your nation. In the name of the blood of Jesus. This has been Dr. Barbara. Well, good morning. This is Dr. Barbara Jenison. And I'm with one of the Spirit Ministries. And if you would like to write us... Small letters, please, at windofspirit at yahoo.com. I want to just say a a short prayer here before I begin. God in heaven, as we come to you in the name and the blood of Jesus, Lord, we lift up uh, our families. We lift up our countries. Lord God, we really don't understand all the things that are happening. But we do know God. And you can sweep down with one mighty sweep of your hand. And you can change everything. We don't understand about Afghanistan. We don't understand about the ripped, rotten, evil elections that happened in the United States. We don't understand about all of the corruption and the crime. But of your so-called residents, God, of your your residents what I mean by your chosen people, God, I'm asking that, God, they would get up and they would start working for you. They would start holding the line. Father, I ask according to your word in Isaiah that we can come and we can talk or we can rumble with you. And God, I want to rumble with you today. I mean, seriously, I want to rumble with you today on behalf of the world. In Jesus' name. I'm here praying and I was so disturbed in my spirit that I couldn't sleep. I love God with all of my heart, and you he would never catch me stealing from somebody. You would never catch me killing somebody only, only only in self defense. And that would be a matter of lost choice. You would never see me kill animals. You would never see me take somebody in a helicopter and hang them from the helicopter like they're doing it in Afghanistan. You would never see me take a bomb, strap it to myself and go blow up thousands of people. You never see me do that. But here, here we see and here we sit back and we talk about doing things, but the world gets worse and worse. You'll never see me say things that God hasn't put, put me to say. You'll never see me spout out and off about things that are not so from God. You'll never, you know, this won't happen with me because first of all, if I can't hear from God and I can't trust God, then I've got a huge problem. Now, I'm part of this remnant that God has Placed here on the earth, there's many that are listening. That you say you're part of the remnant too. I'm going to say back to you. You must contend with God now. There's a time and a season, and we're in a te- we are in a terrible season. And I hate to say that. And here's what I really mean a season, a terrible season, when you say that you love God with your heart. And you sit back in your house, and you've got fear on you, and you refuse to do anything to challenge. Now, like, for example, your children are going to school, and they have all kinds of communist teachers. They have all kinds of evil people on the school board. They have all kinds of rotten laws that they have instituted because of what's going on in the world they're actually mandating that your children have the shot and you're sitting back there and letting them be indoctrinated about transgender and about homosexuality about changing your genes changing changing your uh, who you are you're sitting back and you're not doing anything at all and you're saying that you're a Christian There are such things as, first of all, you're talking, and I'm talking now to America. 2021 is coming up, and there's going to be elections. And this is really disturbing me because I'm an American, too. This really disturbs me. Now, you say that you love God, but yet nothing, and I'm saying this to all of you that are listening, from my heart, how in the world can we go all this election in 2021 or 2022 and not correct what happened with Trump? Not correct what happened with Biden? How in the world can we have a free election? We can't. There's no way in the sun that there's an election. That means all of our constitutional rights have gone because you said that and you have not done you need to do. And God will speak to you people as to what you need to do. And first of all, standing up and sitting in your house is not going to get it. Standing up for God and saying, oh yes, I love God. I cover myself and my families in the blood of Jesus. Great. But what are you doing for God? How are you working for him? I throw that out to you, because I'm very disturbed in my spirit man. If things can change with the remnant, we lose. We lose humanity, because humanity is not nice now. I'm telling you, humanity is not nice now. I throw this out at you, all of you. It took God seven days to create the world. Seven days. One day was a day of rest. One day, he swooped down and he created the stars, the skies, the atmosphere. He created the earth. One day. One day, he created that. Next day, he created Everything that he was supposed to create, on and on it goes until the seventh day. And he said, no, rest the seventh day. Do we do what God tells us to do? least, let me say this. When we don't do what God tells us to do, then the enemy comes in and he destroys us because we don't listen to God. Holding the line is very hard. This is part four of trying to hold the line. A long time ago, when we were ministering, when the Spirit Ministries was ministering in the United States of America, we were on 22 radio stations. Let me tell you what happened then. We were extremely busy. by like cutting radio, corresponding, my writing. But I trusted God because He opened all of the doors. And then there were around four to five ministries, and I refuse to name them. Any of you that in and in America, you know what I'm talking about. These ministries and were televangelists. And they ripped the people. They took the people's money. And they bought stuff for their dogs. And anyway, it came to a long long story short, the federal government got them. And all of these ministries that were corrupt were removed. And one ministry, they put in jail because of how corrupt he was with finances. Now because we were on 22 stations, all of the people in the United you know, Most of the people in the United States gave up on ministries. They gave up on them. They said, no, they're all crooked. We're not going to send him any more money to help help them with their broadcast. No, we're not going to do that. Now talking about holding the line, when the rubber meets the road. Let me say to you, it was not nice for this ministry. There were five years of me holding the line. We had to go off of every radio station except one. And that was Katie and I in the morning. And I had one faithful one faithful little grandma that believed in of the Spirit Ministries, that believed in Dr. Barbara Jonison, as she knew that Dr. Barbara Jemison was using her hard-earned money to take that money and pay for those radio costs. We were able to stay on for another year. And then... This little old lady got sick, and it wasn't long, and she was in glory. And then God said to Barbara, spoke to me, You must go off of the stations now. I wrote the and I a resignation letter. and said, We're sorry. We must go off. And I want to say something to you. It was not easy to hold that line for five years. I had to work three different jobs in Kansas because there was no money coming into this ministry. And I don't pick up the phone. I don't bomb you for money. I don't send letters out to say we desperately need money. I trust God. And if I can't trust God in the tough times, how in the world is it going to bless me in the good times? And if I can't show that I trust God, I'm in the wrong business, and I'm serving the wrong God, but I want to tell you, holding the line was not easy, but it taught me a lot. It taught me this, to tell you that you people, get up, get going, get off your duff. God wants to use you. You must get involved You must stand up now, you must stop this evilness, you must stop it in your country, you must make haste, because the longer you delay, the worse it's going to be. God has chosen us to do battle for him. That means you must make sure that you have the right president in your nation. If not, get involved. If not, get involved. Get on your face. Get to talking to God, understand who he is, what he wants in your life, what he wants to do through you, and get going. I'm talking to everyone of you that's listening. Get going and get this line taken care of. Let us move this line instead of always retreating. I'm sick of of the way we retreat. I'm sick of people saying, Yes, I'm holding the line. No, you're not, because if you were holding the line, things would be different. Father God, I ask you now to mercifully touch your people. And God, I plead with you for our nation. But God, you would change it. You would rearrange it just like you did the six days. You just dropped your hand and you created everything. Drop your hand now, God. Please, God, drop your hand and stop this wickedness. Stop this evil vaccine. Stop this evil virus. Stop this evil killing. Stop these evil people that are blowing up everyone. Stop it, God. Stop the trafficking. Stop this evil in our schools. Stop it now, because. God, we say to you, forgive us. We're going to hold the line and we're going to go forward and we're going to win the battle. Just as they had the warning. The British are coming. The British are coming. God is coming. God is coming. Start saying that. God God is coming. God is coming. God is coming. And when God comes, things change for the better. I speak it over you now. Over your life. Over your family. Over your nation. In the name and the blood of Jesus. This has been Dr. Barbara. Well, good morning. This is Dr. Barbara Jenison. And I'm with one of the Spirit Ministries. And if you would like to write us... Small letters, please, at of Spirit at yahoo.com. I want to just say a, a short prayer here before I begin. God in heaven, as we come to you in the name and the blood of Jesus, Lord, we lift up the, our families. We lift up our countries. Lord God, we really don't understand all the things that are happening. But we do know God. And you can sweep down with one mighty sweep of your hand. And you can change everything. We don't understand about Afghanistan. We don't understand about the ripped, rocking, evil elections that happened in the United States. We don't understand about all of the corruption and the crime. But me, your so-called residents, God, of your, your residence, what I mean by your chosen people, God, I'm asking that, God, they would get up and they would start working for you. They would start holding the line. Father, I ask according to your word in Isaiah that we can come and we can talk or we can rumble with you. And God, I want to rumble with you today. I mean, seriously, I want to rumble with you today on behalf of the world. In Jesus' name. I'm here praying, and I was so disturbed in my spirit that I couldn't sleep. I love God with all of my heart, and You would never catch me stealing from somebody. You would never catch me killing somebody. Only, only, only in self-defense, and that would be a matter of last choice. You would never see me kill animals. You would never see me take somebody in a helicopter and them from the helicopter like they're doing in Afghanistan. You would never see me take a bomb, strap it to myself and go blow up thousands of people. You never see me do that. But here, here we see and here we sit back and we talk about doing things, but the world gets worse and worse. You'll never see me say things that God hasn't put, put me to say. You'll never see me spout out and off about things that are not so from God. You'll never see you know, This won't happen with me. Because first of all, if I can't hear from God and I can't trust God, then I've got a huge problem. Now I'm part of this remnant that God has placed here on the earth. There's many that are listening that you say you're part of the remnant to. And I'm going to say back to you. You must contend with God now. There's a time and a season. And we're in a te- we are in a terrible season. And I hate to say that. And here's what I mean by a season, a terrible season. When you say that you love God with all your heart, And you sit back in your house, and you've got fear on you, and you refuse to do anything to challenge. Now, like, for example, your children are going to school, and they have all kinds of communist teachers. They have all kinds of evil people on the school board. They have all kinds of rotten laws that they have instituted because of what's going on in the world, they're actually mandating that your children have the shot and you're sitting back there and letting them be indoctrinated about transgender and about homosexuality about changing your genes, changing, changing your uh, who you are you're sitting back and you're not doing anything at all and you're saying that you're a Christian There are such things as, first of all, you're talking, and I'm talking now to America. 2021 is coming up, and there's going to be elections. And this is really disturbing me because I'm an American, too. This really disturbs me. Now, you say that you love God, but yet nothing, and I'm saying this to all of you that are listening, from my heart, how in the world can we go on this election in 2021 or 2022 and not correct what happened with Trump? Not correct what happened with Biden? How in the world can we have a free election? We can't. There's no way in the sun that there's an election. That means all of our constitutional rights have gone because you said that and you have not done What you need to do And God will speak to you people As to what you need to do And first of all Standing up and sitting in your house Is not going to get it Standing up for God And saying oh yes I love God I cover myself and my families in the blood of Jesus Great But what are you doing For God How are you working for him I throw that to you because I'm very disturbed in my spirit man. If things can change with the remnant we lose, we lose humanity because humanity is not nice now I'm telling you, humanity is not nice now I throw this out at you all of you, it took God seven days to create the world, seven days One day was a day of rest. One day, he swooped down and he created the stars, the skies, the atmosphere. He created the earth. One day. One day, he created that. Next day, he created Everything that he was supposed to create And on and on it goes Until the seventh day And he said, no, rest the seventh day Do we do what God tells us to do? least, let me say this When we don't do what God tells us to do Then the enemy comes in And he destroys us Because we don't listen to God Holding
0: the line is very hard.
1: This is part four of trying to hold the line. A long time ago, when we were ministering, when the Spirit Ministries was ministering in the United States of America, we were on 22 radio stations. Let me tell you what happened then. We were extremely busy by like cutting radio, corresponding, my writing, but I trusted God because he opened all of the doors. And then happened were around four to five ministries, and I refuse to name them. Any of you that were in and in America, you know what I'm talking about, these ministries had were televangelists, and they ripped the people, they took the people's money, and they bought stuff for their dogs, and anyway, it came to a long, long story short, the federal government got them, and all of these ministries that were corrupt were removed, and one ministry they put in jail, because of help corrupt he was with finances. Now because we were on 22 stations, all of the people in the United most of the people in the United States gave up on ministries. They gave up on them. They said, no, they're all crooked. We're not going to send any more money to help help them with their broadcast. No, we're not going to do that. Now talking about holding the line when the rubber meets the road Let me say to you, it was not nice for this ministry There were five years of me holding the line We had to go off of every radio station Except one And that was Katie and I in the morning. And I had one faithful one faithful little grandma that believed in of the Spirit Ministries that believed in Dr. Barbara Johnson, as she knew that Dr. Barbara Jonathan was using her hard-earned money to take that money and pay for those radio costs we were able to stay on for another year and then this little old lady got sick and it wasn't long and she was in glory and then God said to Barbara spoke to me you must go off of the stations now I wrote to a resignation letter and said we're sorry we must go off And I want to say something to you it was not easy to hold that line for five years I had to work three different jobs in Kansas because there was no money coming into this ministry and I don't pick up the phone, I don't bomb you for money I don't send letters out to say we desperately need money I trust God and if I can't trust God in the tough times how in the world is it going to bless me in the good times and if I can't show that I trust God that I'm in the wrong business and I'm serving the wrong God but I want to tell you, holding the line was not easy, but it taught me a lot it taught me this, to tell you that you people, get up, get going, get off your duff, God wants to use you you must get involved You must stand up now, you must stop this evilness, you must stop it in your country, you must make haste, because the longer you delay, the worse it's going to be. God has chosen us to do battle for him. That means you must make sure that you have the right president in your nation. If not, get involved. If not, get involved. Get on your face. Get to talk to God. Understand who he is. What he wants in your life. What he wants to do through you. And get going. I'm talking to everyone of you that's listening. Get going and get this line taken care of. Let us move this line instead of always retreating. I'm sick of of the way we retreat. I'm sick of people saying yes I'm holding the line. No you're not because if you were holding the line things would be different Father God I ask you now to mercifully touch your people and God I plead with you for our nation. But God, you would change it. You ran, you ran, just like you did the six days You just dropped your hand And you created everything Drop your hand now God Please God Drop your hand and stop this wickedness Stop this evil vaccine Stop this evil virus Stop this evil killing Stop these evil people That are blowing up everyone Stop it God Stop the trafficking Stop this evil in our schools Stop it now Because, God, we say to you, forgive us. We're going to hold the line, and we're going to go forward, and we're going to win the battle. Just as they had the warning. The British are coming. The British are coming. God is coming. God is coming. Start saying that. God God is coming. God is coming. God is coming. And when God comes, things change for the better. I speak it over you now. Over your life. Over your family. Over your nation. In the name of the blood of Jesus. This has been Dr. Barbara.